Savage. You are listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. What's up, everyone? Talking Trash, episode 19. We're back in the dump. Zig and I are, and uh, we're bringing on a special guest today. <laughs> special guest, guest, you there? Former, former. What's up, fellas? <laughs> I'm back. I'm there he is. Glad to be here. Special guest. It's an honor to join you guys in the dump. Dude, I thanks know, for uh, taking the time, man. I've been a somewhat regular <laughs> guest here. Maybe one day I'll be a full-blown co-host, but gonna have to step up my game to get there <laughs> yeah that's all i told you i was gonna hit you with a little something that's all i wanted just wanted to rip you a little bit natural glad my, to have you back in my defense i was on a plane last weekend i could have tried to dial in but probably wouldn't have gone too well got burned by another delay yeah baby well zig and i were actually talking about that we kind of did some mental math yeah, on it you can you can shell out a little <laughs> bit of cash to get some wi-fi can't you? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Damn. All right, Boston. <laughs> you would have been the first ever podcasting from air. Oh, man. I'm sure. You don't think anybody's ever done it? No, never. Also, uh, right now, I'm the first person podcasting outside. And I just mentioned to you guys a second ago, it's, it was raining a little bit. It's starting to pick up here. I don't know how much longer this is going to last. <laughs> but I am outside. I'm trying to enjoy the weather. I heard the. I was talking to Pops earlier, Zig. He said it was even nice up there this weekend. Yeah, I think it may have gotten close to 70 out here today. Like I was talking to you earlier, I've been on call this whole weekend. Kind of puts a damper I, on it. Yeah, I mean, I was outside, you know, working on the rig, but oh, of course, couldn't do anything like real invested. How about you, Matchel? Anything notable? Seemed like you were. Uh, seemed like you had a down weekend. <laughs> yeah, pretty low key weekend. Not a not a whole lot going on. But that's all right. Don't get a whole. Don't get a whole lot of those. Yeah, so you don't. Took advantage of it. Any uh, recovery from last weekend? Because I was hurting for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it was a rough <laughs> few days. I think uh, I think maybe the body's starting to try and tell me that a three-day bender is a bad idea. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You'll have th- that. Yeah, you'll have that. I, I gave Zig on uh, last podcast, I told Zig before, I was like, What's that feeling you get when you just walk into work on a Monday after like a hard bender with such like strep throat? And I just had that for like three straight days. So finally I got fed up and I just brought in a entire case of LaCroix <laughs> into the office on, I think it was Thursday. And I literally set it at my feet and every time I got done with them, I just grabbed another one. So I drank like 12 LaCroix <laughs> and I still wasn't pissing that much. You like that garbage? I was pretty much just trying to get water in my body. <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty dehydrated for a while. Definitely Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, that was a struggle, but I, I think I'm finally back. Yeah, I think I'm coming around. I did have uh, I had a whopping three drinks last night, just kind of hanging out. Woke up with a headache today. So. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Old man natural. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully Zig doesn't get uh, called in here mid podcast, but I think we can go ahead and get started. Uh, first and foremost, just briefly, we wanted to touch on we, – we have to address everyone here. This is a PSA to all potential advertisers of the show. This isn't a handout show. 
like we're running a legit operation not here. A, not at all. No. So if you're going to come at us for free advertising, there needs to be a little bit of coin in the discussion. All right. So that just needs to be thrown out there. I, I'm not even going to say the name of this company, but I don't want to give them any free advertising. But basically someone was, was peppering us, uh, peppering the hotline a week or two ago. They were very interested in being on the podcast asked them what their favorite episodes were because i was a little bit skeptical that they actually listened and they were throwing episode numbers out there and then uh pretty much put them on the hot seat and they chickened out i'll read the text i i said okay if you want to come on and talk some trash you are more than welcome to just be prepared a lot of guests are calling it the thunderdome i'm not even (laughs) sure why they say that that's just what they're saying and that was that was the end of the convo. This company would not come on and, and step into yeah, the Yeah, couldn't dome. step up. <laughs> no. But they were if very you put If you showed out a little bit of cash, then maybe it would take it easier on you. Yeah. But uh, not for free. So that's just a PSA to everyone out there. If you do want to sponsor and actually put money towards the pod, that's fine. And come yeah. on, yeah. 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 Just like we're, uh, we're investing, you know, trying to make the podcast bigger. And- yeah. I uh I gotta jump in here with some breaking news here, boys. Just got a text. Um wondering if somebody that participated in the bracket already clinched the W. No, no. that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's coming down to the championship game. Yeah, baby. Burn them. Alright, that's all. I will I will send back just a an absolute no. Firm no. It is it is a two <laughs> no. two horse race at this point though. Yeah, two horse race. It's, um, Surprisingly, NG is not not <laughs> one of those horses, which I don't understand because basically she flipped a coin on every game. I would have thought <laughs> she would have nailed most of those. Wait, it looks like how's it a two horse race here, boys? Look at the uh, max, the points and the max, and look at those top three people. Yeah, bro, bro, Babs is sitting in uh, third right now, or second. Couldn't he also win? He can't score anymore. <laughs> he can't score, anymore. so he's not in it. Like he's not going to win. I'm about to sign Macho up for the dumbest. <laughs> do, you, do you see the points possible? Yep, I got it now, fellas. Okay, thanks. If that number isn't bigger than the guy in first, <laughs> you don't have a chance to win. <laughs> All right. You can you can just uh, cut all that out in that whole section there. I think she'll leave it. I, I think she'll leave it. <laughs> all right. Well, um, that was it. Just needed to talk a, a quick PSA there. And then, as you just mentioned, Matchell, the, the tourney challenge will come down to the wire. And I certainly hope that the winner of this is ready to gamble their winnings. Considering some people in the pool were ready to gamble it back-to-back and try and turn yeah. it into... 480 bucks i hope this person is at least going to give it one crack so we'll start off the show with a quick invention years i dialed up for you guys we're talking modern flushable toilet so when was the first flushable toilet invented that's a tough one there um well it's not like there's any electricity in it it's just just gravity and a little bit of energy there yeah, so you just picked up on the first key there, Zig. So it's pre-electricity, pre-clock, pre-shot clock era. Yeah, definitely pre-shot, pre-shot clock. clock. I wouldn't be afraid to go pre-electricity. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, 
you're just saying flushable toilet. Yeah. So, like somebody somebody in like the seven hundreds probably could have figured that out. Years seven fifty. Yeah. Jeez. I think that think back then somebody could have figured uh, if I just you know push this lever, then my <laughs> crap will go away. <laughs> The Mayans had a flushable toilet in their pyramids or whatever, their temples. Probably not what a toilet looks like today, but it, yeah, like it just a has flush to flush some toilet. sort of yeah. primitive version. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm saying... Um, they weren't right, dummies. So you, think, you think Columbus had a flushable toilet on the Mayflower coming over here? I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> on the Mayflower is a little bit different. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, I'm saying 1362. Wow, so you think Columbus had a, had a toilet? <laughs> no, not on the Mayflower. Okay. They were around. All right, so what did you say? 1362? 1362. All right, uh, both a little bit aggressive there. It's 1596, invented by Sir John Harrington, an English courier and godson of Queen Elizabeth I. So he he basically looks like he had a little two foot deep oval bowl, waterproofed with pitch, resin, and wax, and fed by water from an upstairs cistern. Yeah. So I guess that qualifies as a flushable toilet. Flushable toilet, yeah. Just wash it away. Yeah. But once once Zig started talking there, I was starting to buy into his answer. Like if it just has to like go away, (laughs) I think we can say seven fifty. Yeah. Yeah, that's, we'll do some fact checking on that one. Yeah, we might want to we might want to <laughs> run another search engine on that. <laughs> All right, that's a good invention here. So yeah, we'll we'll come we'll revisit it next week. Yeah, for sure we will. Which uh, little teaser, big big uh, episode coming next week. Yeah, episode next week has the potential to be best yet. We'll just say that. But we have already talked. Where I think we've talked about brewing some beer that week. Oh yeah. Rockwater Bruco making a comeback. You know it. We're going with the uh, wounded soldier. <laughs> I got a quick, uh, got a quick invention here for you boys. Oh, nice. All right. What year was the microphone invented? All right, I'm gonna say post electricity. <laughs> it's probably a safe assumption. I can't imagine that thing being around earlier than 1900. 1908. All right. Yeah, I'm going uh, pretty similar. 1912. Ah, the year the Titanic sank, huh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they would have had a microphone, then they wouldn't have sank. Damn. Uh, nope. 1876, fellas. What? Before the turn of the century. That thing must have been a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have any insight into that here, but uh, it was around. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna... probably didn't use a USB cord, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it didn't use it use a USB. I'll agree with that. <laughs> All right, well, nice, Matchel. Uh, either of you guys have sports trivia? I've got a quick sports trivia. All right, well, I don't have any, so it sounds like it's up to you, Zig. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, we're just talking. Uh, free throws, what's the NBA record for most consecutive made? Uh, as soon as you said free throws, I was hoping you were going to ask consecutive made. Cause this, <laughs> this should be entertaining. Uh, I don't, do you have a guess, Matril? 
don't you think like JJ Redick or one of these guys just like didn't miss for I don't know ten games in a row or something? If he gets to the line like five or six times a game, I don't I'm think going. Yeah, go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> you want to play off my? I'm, <laughs> I don't think anyone would have got quite a hundred. That's know. what I was gonna say. I don't. Know. I'll say like close. I'll say eighty-six. I was going a hundred. I'm sticking with it. You guys are a lot closer than I thought you'd be here. Um, we've got ninety-seven straight. Ooh, wow. That's actually and, really uh, disappointing for that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, I've never heard of this guy, Michael Williams, Minnesota Timberwolves, and it spanned um, two two different seasons. Oh, okay. A little bit of a technicality there. Is this a modern-day guy, do you know? Yeah, 93. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't remember that name either. Yeah. Imagine fouling that guy and sending him to the line. It's like, oh, that's that's yeah. two free ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. 97th Street. I wonder what, like, the, uh, well, when I was reading this, they did mention that a couple of guys have come reasonably close, but that's insane. Yeah. No, was that, was that inspired by that guy getting fouled at the end of the game there, Zig, on Virginia? Uh, yeah, at least partially. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as soon as he got fouled, I don't know if you watched that match. I don't, I think you said you weren't watching at the time but no i wasn't watching they said that he was like the best one of the best free throw shooters in the country or something yeah his percentage was like it was over 80 as soon as they fouled him i was like well he's gonna make all three that seemed like a just a guarantee at that point they did give him the uh i didn't know that this was something you could do <laughs> they, the uh timeout they iced him after the after <laughs> after the first yeah two. i love that so he i, could, I didn't know you could do that yeah just That's right in the middle like of that. the shots <laughs> Yeah, that, I thought that was wild too. I don't, I don't watch enough basketball, but I would have thought if you're gonna like ice someone, it'd have to be before he started all three, <laughs> or like after yeah. all three. But yeah. just, you know what? Let him make two, and then let's let's make him think about the third one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that was a uh, good guesses there, fellas. Yeah, natural. You have any sports trivia? I don't have any sports trivia, but I have. Um... I'm not entirely sure. We'll just call it geopolitical. Geo. I, I'm loaded with geopoliticals <laughs> as well. You can, you can start us off, natural. All right. So mine, mine are actually in an interesting little niche of uh, geopolitical. So I was trying to find the world record for fastest um, beer flight and was unsuccessful. <laughs> but I stumbled across some other interesting. Well, I think we know it then. <laughs> yeah. A minute and 20 seconds. Right? It's documented. Yeah. Yeah, but once you boys uh, hear some of these, I think you'll find that pretty unimpressive. Okay. Um, so let's start with this one here. What do you think the world record is for chugging a liter of beer? <laughs> a liter? A liter of beer. Yep. Uh, I bet somebody did that in under, well, hold, under two seconds. Hold on. Isn't that like a Hofferhaus mug? I guess just like half a... Uh, look at like a liter of... Just think about a liter of... Soda. A liter of cola? A liter, a liter cola. of cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it's you're probably size. right, Zig. It's probably under two seconds. It's probably someone that could just open her up and dump it out. <laughs> yeah. The rate limiting factor is how fast it, like, gravity can be. <laughs> <Yeah. down. laughs> is it... It's under yeah, two seconds. I'm going, I'm going two seconds flat. Yeah. 1.9. <laughs> <laughs> So on June 22nd, 1977, somebody drank, let's see, Stephen Petrosino 
drank a liter of beer in 1.3 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the previous record was 2.3 seconds. So he crushed it. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I want to party with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that actually occurred in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Nice. Set near Pittsburgh? Uh, like, uh, like Shippensburg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, it seems like it's not the most well-documented record if he's beating it by one second. <laughs> and, and, and the last known record is from 1977. I'm going to go ahead and say someone on Earth could beat that from 1977. All right. Maybe I have a dated source here, but according to my source, that's the record. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that <laughs> makes my beer flight record seem pretty uh, pretty slow. Well, this guy can probably put down a flight in like four seconds. Well, well, I mean, he was probably you know he wasn't mixing up the styles. Uh, that's true. That's, that's a true. big factor. But he also drank like three times as much beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right. So uh, moving on here, you know how like the bitterness of a beer is measured in IBUs. Heck yeah. International bittering units. What do you, what do you think the record for world's bitterest, if that's a word, beer? I thought that thing was on a scale. Is it not? I'm I'm going to pull up a couple while you guys are thinking about that. I'm going to pull up a couple common beers and give you like the IBUs so that like for reference. All right, that'll help. Okay. So for for reference, give me the 60 minute. What's the 60 minute? That's probably that seems like a 60. Bud Light has 10 just for reference. Okay. Let's see. The Dogfish 60 minute IPA. And do you leave this in? <laughs> the Dogfish 60 Minute IPA has 60 IBUs. That would make sense. What about 120? I'm going to bet you it's 120, Zig. I thought that was something to do with the minutes. I think it <laughs> you does. You get one IBU like per magic. minute of brewing. <laughs> Let's see. 120 IBUs. Okay. I want like, <laughs> I don't know. Someone probably intentionally made a beer as bitter as they could. I'm thinking in the four hundo range. I'm thinking four twenty. That's. <laughs> I'm thinking that's pretty intense. I don't know if it, <laughs> if it would be even possible, but I don't think I've seen anything over two hundred. So I'll say something like one hundred and seventy. So, <laughs> again, <laughs> this is from 1975. <laughs> Perfect. That's back when they really knew how to brew the beer. Peter Peter Fowler. Uh, oh, sorry. Peter Fowler, who's been running, who's been brewing beer since 1975. So I don't have an answer okay. for when this beer I was going to say, this is about to be very irrelevant if this record's... <laughs> I think they've made some minor technological advancements since then. So our buddy Peter Fowler created a beer that had 323 <laughs> IBUs. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I don't know if I'd even want to taste it. Yeah. 97 more to go, Pete. I think it's it's mostly just hops. It's it's not really beer. You're just drinking leaves. Is, it, is that just a bowl of hops? Just <laughs> <laughs> You just have I'm to chew on the beer? Into a slur. <laughs> Oh, man. He's just All cheating right. it. He's just taking a handful of those, then putting a little water in, and then just grinding it up. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> so I got I got two more here for you. Yeah, um, keep them coming. <laughs> kind of along the same lines. What do you think the world's strongest beer in terms of percent alcohol is? See, 
This one, and again, yeah, this is a technical. Yeah. This is, I was very. I was taught that anything over like twelve percent can't be considered a beer. Yes, I've heard something similar to that. So this is like after that, it's a malt liquor. This is confusing, but all right, technicality here. But according to my source, <laughs> I'll let Zig. I mean, guess I've first. seen stuff out there advertised as like eighteen. So uh, I'll just say that we're going with like twenty-five. Yeah, that's probably a good guess. Twenty. I'm going twenty-three. Um, fifty-five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it says here, in order to achieve the brain blast, what year? Nineteen seventy-one. <laughs> uh, no, seventy-two. It was called Moon. It was called Moonshine. I don't know, guys. I'm just reading the. I'm just reading the article. In order to achieve the brain blasting alcohol content, it had to be created using extreme freezing techniques. And uh, <laughs> this beer. Carries a $765 price tag. All right. So I'd go out and drop a, I'd yeah, buy a couple of those. Me too. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure once you get it up to, <laughs> like, I've heard once you get it past 12, you must have to have a really crazy yeast strain because they can't sur- survive. Yeah. I mean, well, this dickhead was doing what? He had like cold freezing. <laughs> What'd you say, yeah. natural? Freezing time, freezing technique. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the complete D head. All right. What, so, what's, what's the last one? What uh, what do you think the world's most expensive bottle of beer is? All right, I like this one. It's north of a grand. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. I bet you could probably find one for five k. I'm not gonna go quite. I mean, you know, probably there's something out there. Yeah, you're probably right. It's just been sitting in some cellar, <laughs> some, and a, some and barrel, a little bonus 400 feet here. underground. Bonus question: Give me the year you think this bottle sold. 1975. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it sold in uh, 78. All right, I think this is a $2,500 a beer. I think it sold in. Yeah, we got to get the. We've got to get the economy going a little bit. I'm going to say like 2004. All right. Zeke, did you give us your answer? Yeah, five, 5K and it sold in <laughs> 78. <laughs> so it actually sold in 1937. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Because uh, Prohibition, huh? Apparently this, uh, this beer was recovered from the wreckage of the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> and a bottle sold for sixteen grand. Oh my God. <laughs> so and, it was uh, an auction. It was like yeah, te- another technicality there, fellas. Wait, are we just going to pretend like this thing was full? If it was in the Hindenburg, it was it was a piece of glass. <laughs> it was recovered from the wreckage, according to my sources. Wasn't the Hindenburg like a fireball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how. Yeah, it just a really good beer. Smoky yeah, flavor. yeah, just. <laughs> Oh, there's a perfectly intact uh, case of Bud Light over there. <laughs> what on earth? All right. Would you say 16k, Matchel? 16k. Nice. Seems reasonable. Okay. <laughs> Collector's item. Yeah. All right. Well, good brew stats, Matchel. I think that's pretty much the first ever geopolitical where you've dove into beer. Well, you want me to follow it up? <laughs> seems it seems like you should. All right, this is kind of a. Well, I'm talking 
just question you guys on I'll give you the state and you try to say what the largest craft brewer is. Oh, okay. In that state. I'm gonna be bad at this. But I'll throw you guys a couple bones to start off here. Alright. Um Delaware. Dogfish. Doggies. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah. You guys are on. One for one. Um Hawaii. Kona. Kona? Yeah, that sounds good. Ooh, we got Maui brewing. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Should have just started to guess another cities <laughs> in Hawaii. This one, I think this could be a little, you know, could go a couple ways. California. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder how new that, like, Ballast Point stuff is. This I might be a really dumb guess. Ballast Point has been around for a number of years, I'm pretty sure. Not to sway you at all. Okay. Matt, Matt will sounds like he's got the answer. Uh, my gut's telling me Sierra Nevada. Oh, that, yeah. I want that. I'm bandwagon on that answer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sierra Nevada. All right. Nice, Matt. Right. Testing the geography skills. Though. Good, good. Wasn't sure if that was Let me see Nevada. If I can. <laughs> the Sierra Nevada mountains. Couldn't Here we go. Where those are. Maryland. Wow. It's a stupid guess, but I kind of want to say it's like heavy seas. Is that who makes the Natty Bow? Oh, no. There you go. That's, uh, well, that's well, National Bohemian. Yeah. But this is craft beer. Yeah, craft, craft beer. Uh, where's Flying Dog? Is that Maryland? Yeah, it is. Good call, Matchel. That could be it. I'm going Flying Dog. Matchel got that one. Jesus. Matchel's just a wizard. <laughs> All right. I'm going to up the, up the difficulty Wait, a little bit. This now. is my comeback week here, boys. Michigan. Bells. I don't... I. Don't think I can even name a single brewery <laughs> in Michigan, <laughs> so I'll go Bells as well. How about the, if it? Yeah, yeah, you guys got that okay. one. Had a boy's name. I I probably couldn't have uh, named one either until I was looking at the what you brought to the table last week, Snake. The Hop Slam. Oh, yeah, Hop Slam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they make the beer with that. Look, it's really good. It's like a fish on the front of it or a trout or something. Oh, what the hell is that thing called? The Oberon. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like about. a little hick. Too hard. Yeah, that's it. Too hard to nail. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Nice little hick looking beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Pennsylvania. I almost <laughs> shouted out. Yingling. Yeah, I almost <laughs> shouted out Yingling. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, probably that one in Philly. Victory? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good call. Or um, Troves. Is it oh, Troves? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm going Troves. It is victory. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, Utah. Probably that place, Big Worm, was just that. Uinta? I don't know any in Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's Uinta. Yes. Oh, boy. You would know that if you were on the pod last week, Matril. <laughs> I, I gave it a listen, Kellen. <laughs> But yeah, I kept on looking at stuff that I don't associate, like Florida. Yeah. We got Florida Beer Company. <laughs> no way. <laughs> What's the biggest in uh, Massachusetts? You wanna you wanna take a guess? Can you consider Sam Adams? Yeah, does that count? <laughs> yeah, Sam Adams counts. Okay. They do they make some they make all sorts of beers now, I guess. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They I mean they have like Big time uh, operation, but they do some smaller stuff. You just never see it really outside of the state. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, like something like Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, what on earth? We got Lazy Magnolia. 
Never heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, what about like North Dakota? <laughs> North Dakota Fargo Brewing. <laughs> of course. Wow. <laughs> Naturally. Oh, here's one for you. Oregon. You should probably know this. Yeah, you were out there visiting a few, weren't you? Yeah. I'm going to venture, I guess, and say I knocked one down from these people. I just don't know who it would be. Flash or something? No. That's a different. I'm going to say you guys have all at least had a clone from Oh, from I got it. Yes. It's the one you made. I know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is, Matro? Oh, it's Deschutes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, yeah. Anybody, anybody other, like... Just curious. I pretty much got all the ones I wanted to. No, I like that. No, yeah, that was good. That was good. So yeah, that was my geopolitical. Nice. You both dialed geo, or you <laughs> dialed some beer into geo. Geopolitical beer trip. Yeah. So I have some geos too, but mine are really all over the place. All right, this first one is kind of geographical. So sticking with the the name and the segment. What is the farthest inland? A shark has ever been found up the Mississippi River, and I can. I'll just give you some multiple choice. Otherwise, you'd just be guessing Drug cities. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not even a mileage. It's a, it's a city. Oh, okay, good. So, I'll just give you A through D. A, Memphis, Tennessee. Wait, e, did you say up the Mississippi River? Yep, a shark has been found up the Mississippi River. So it's okay. clearly it's clearly lost. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just maybe my geography is a little off. Are these cities not necessarily along the Mississippi? They are. Uh Memphis, Tennessee is along the Mississippi. All right. Learn something new today, boys. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna let's help match out. These next three I'm gonna name are along the Mississippi. Okay, cool. <laughs> Most of these sharks aren't moving on land, so all right. <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> Uh, B is Min- Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> C is St. Louis, Missouri. And D is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So that's Memphis, Minneapolis, St. Louis, and Baton Rouge. Which of those has a shark visited and been like documented? I, I feel like I need to guess Memphis just because I didn't know it was on the Mississippi. <laughs> but... Um... Do you guys need help how those states fall in terms of, like, (laughs) north to south? Well, Minneapolis is the farthest north. Correct. And Louisiana is, like, not far up the Mississippi. Correct. And then... um, And then it goes Memphis. Then St. Louis. And then St. Louis. I'm going St. Louis. St. Louis is north of Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. You're going St. Louis, Matro? Yep. (laughs) Uh, I feel like... uh, you know, Louisiana seems like that seems reasonable. This podcast isn't really about the reasonable. <laughs> Anything above Memphis, I would just say is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm going with Memphis. Memphis. Okay. All right. So, the guy that we started making fun of at the beginning of this segment just nailed it. It's St. Louis. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so Stopped off to see Worm in the boys. Huh? Yeah. How ridiculous is that? That a shark has been in there. So. Apparently, these bull sharks can kind of survive in, like, salt, brackish, and, I guess, in freshwater, apparently. So they're in the Mississippi, and this thing must have been screwed up, and it made it all the way to Alton, Illinois, which is, like, just a tiny bit north of St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, and just for reference, 
it looks like I'm just looking at it on the map here. It almost made it to Canada. Like it made it halfway to Canada. Yeah, how ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like wow. one of those things. I don't know what like I've kind of long wanted to get a segment going where we just talk about various like species of animals and just ridiculous things about them. So I might start introducing that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some uh what was that animal in history class we reported on natural and we got ourselves in <laughs> African, yeah, wild, African ass. wild ass. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah wild ass facts or funny ass facts. <laughs> funny ass facts. We should do a special video episode and run through that PowerPoint <laughs> for the listeners. Yeah, it sounds like Yeah, really dig that one up. All right. So like I said, my geos are a little bit all over the place, so not the smoothest transition, but we're going into politics. Has any member of the same political party ever ran against the sitting president? So has a Democrat tried to take on a Democrat that was running for re-election or same thing for a Republican? What do you guys think? I'm going to say yeah. Common sense would say yeah. I mean, I feel like you should be able to do that, but I feel like we just don't allow that. Like, just every year it has to be... One Democrat versus one Republican. So I'm going to say it has not happened. Okay. So I was kind of thinking with Zig there, but the answer is yes. Apparently, I think how it works is they like take each other on in the primary, but just seems odd. Like the sitting president has to battle with someone from his own party. But yeah, but so if this he's happened... a real dickhead, they might not want him back in there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that's how that works. So apparently, in like. <laughs> I'll start here. 1972, we've got Pete McCloskey versus Richard Nixon. Uh, Nixon must have been sitting, and he beat him, and then he smoked whoever else, like the Democrat in the election. And then I have three more examples after that. 76 was Reagan versus Ford. 80 was Kennedy versus Carter. And 92 was Buchanan versus George H.W. Bush. And in all of those cases, basically the guy that was sitting president like entered a pretty intense political battle and then beat the challenger. But then due to that, he lost the general election. So that seems to be the general theme here is if that does happen, then the sitting president will lose the, the next like portion of the election. All right. Start, start getting your bets ready, fellas. We know, yeah. we know the trends. <laughs> yeah. So if that, if that comes to play and whenever that is, what, 2020? And we know where we're betting, where we're putting the money. All right. And then that kind of inspired this other one I looked up real quick. Third-party presidential candidates. How did the most successful third-party candidate fare in terms of percents, percent captured of the vote? What percent do you think he got? Was it Bernie? No. No. All right. What? I, this might be a stupid question, but that guy wasn't a Democrat? Isn't he independent or something? Oh, no, yeah, Zig's definitely right. That guy was a Democrat. <laughs> okay. So he, he was not a third-party candidate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe he was a different year, but I think this last go-around, he was Yeah, you might be right. Um, I, don't, I don't think third parties really have a chance. I think they're not grabbing But you got to remember, we're talking, like, all the way back, Zig, so just keep that oh, in mind. So, like, the... Uh, this isn't just, like, 19 Like the old wigs or something? <laughs> Yeah, we're talking any of that. All that shit's on the table. Okay. Uh, I'll go with 
I'm just going to go with uh, 40%. I'm going with uh, 12%. Okay. So you guys kind of went one extreme or the other. The answer is actually right in the middle there. We've got Theodore Roosevelt, 1912. 27% 27% of the votes, and he was the old Whig party. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's progressive party, and he got 27% of the votes. So he must have actually been, I mean, relatively close to whoever got second and couldn't have been too far off whoever got first. All right, so that's that's the end of my politics section. Now we're moving on to uh, rigs, <laughs> just rig talk in general. Yeah. How many vehicles... And we're talking cars and motorcycles. Does Jay Leno own? That guy's a big gearhead. He probably, I think he's probably got quite the collection of over, he's rolling with like 110. Yeah, doesn't he have a show? Jay Leno's Garage. He may. <laughs> talking rigs with Jay. <laughs> Talk, I think that's what it is. Talking rigs with Jay. Uh, it's just like guys like us just walk in there and start grilling them. <laughs> How's your catalytic converter doing, Jay? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) I've got 110 of them back there. Well, I don't know about him, but every time I take my secondary rig out, I just deinstall my catalytic converter. Yeah, I don't use that thing at all. Actually, yeah, that's right. I just take it out altogether. True. Yep. It helps your roll call a little bit better. Yeah. All right, Macho, how many rigs? I'm going with 75. All right, so this is just absolutely stupid. It's according to Wiki, and the last time they documented it, he had two hundred and eighty-six. <laughs> he has one hundred and sixty-nine cars and one hundred and seventeen motorcycles. I was close on the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right, wow. pretty, Wonder pretty what that guy's net worth has to be. Yeah. I mean, all of his money. Has to be tied up in rigs. It's all assets and it's all rigs. <laughs> he's like, he owns them bar- all. Outright. He's like barely has enough money to feed himself. <laughs> Got plenty of rigs. <laughs> he's living in like some trailer, just going, just buying rigs with every paycheck. There you go. That's another one. Living in the trailer, it's a rig. So he's only a few more away from driving a different vehicle. Every day of the year. Yeah. It's probably his goal. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. And then my <laughs> last question for you guys under geopolitical, and I think this is actually a political question, and I did not look up the answer, so this is up to you guys. <laughs> can any? Can either of you tell me what the word Brexit means? Yeah. British exit. They're leaving the European Union. European Union. Yeah. That's it? That's so the, it. the country just like seceding or something? I think it has something to do with their currency, too. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what. This is kind of a wild card since you don't have the answer for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I also have noted here, um, you guys just gave me a pretty decent answer, I think, but I have noted I may go my whole life without knowing what this word means. I see it a lot, but now I know that it at least means British exit. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think you're right, Zay. That would make play on words make sense there. Yeah. I'll take your guys' word for it. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> all right. Well, all mystery right. solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Thank, all right. Thanks, fellas. All right. So that's it. That's That wraps up geopolitical trivia. I think we should dive into some hot takes. 
and I think we have our first ever hot take from Matril, special guest Matril. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start it off being the, the special guest and all. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are agree, are going to agree with me or not. Pretty simple here, but in my humble opinion, stand-up comedians are not, in fact, that funny. Um, I just, I just am not a big fan. Like you go in expecting these things to be hilarious, and uh, turned on a couple different ones last night on Netflix. Just couldn't get into them. I don't think I even laughed. All once. right, give me some, give me some names here. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I strongly disagree with this. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you're gonna run into some opposition. I understand with this that. One, I understand that. That's fine. Um, tried watching the new Kevin Hart stand up on Netflix. Wasn't into it. Uh, I uh, I don't know if that guy's still. F- I assume he's still pretty. Yeah. Funny. Here's the thing: is um, you have to get them like early on in their careers because you can only they used all their funny stuff up early yeah. on. Yeah. See, I I think just sitting around talking shop with the fellas is much funnier than listening to one of these. I don't even know. <laughs> one of these wow. guys up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want to recommend. Um, I mean, you're not gonna. I don't think you'll find him on Netflix, but just YouTube. Mitch Hedberg. I do. I do know Mitch Hedberg. He's not bad. I. I like Jim. Is Gaffney. Mitch Hedberg alive? No. Okay, I was gonna give you the dead or alive there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, guess he, Matro knows that one though. Yeah, yeah. he's not alive, is yeah. he? Uh-uh. Nah. Yeah, that guy's funny. No, hilarious. There's yeah. there's a couple exceptions to the rule, but like nine times out of ten, I don't find it. Just funny. not funny. No. All right, Matro, try um well, let me throw you a bone. I would say I've only been to like one major stand up show, I think. It was Kevin Hart, like back in college he came. I thought it was hilarious. If I just watched it on Netflix, I might not have been laughing like as hard. I don't know, but I think uh, I think one of my favorite comedians is Bill Burr. Matril. I've heard of him. Never, never listened to anything. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe see if he has specials. Maybe going my, to a show in person would be a different story, but I, I don't know. Just can't get into it. Not my thing. Um, I know this guy has some on Netflix. Maybe you're watching it, but John Mulaney. Also heard of him. Yeah, I think yeah, he's pretty funny. funny. This guy's funny, too. All right, well, I'll take your guys' word for it. All right. Uh, <laughs> pretty hot take there. No, that's pretty... I'm going to say I'm 25% in agreement with I I expected to meet some strong opposition on that one. I'm fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> It's all good, Matt. Really just not a, not a stand-up guy. Nope, not my thing. <laughs> Any uh, hot takes for music? No, I'm laying off them this week. Okay. I've actually got two hot takes. Uh, first hot take, anyone that's addicted to, uh, cigarettes or snuff, I think you're just an idiot. Just, <laughs> all right. Just stop wasting money on cigarettes and this snuff. Kid, just this stop. Kid took a try last time I saw him. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. You know what I don't understand? <laughs> Do smokers not get cold? Like you'll see those people out in the dead of winter in like a t-shirt smoking a cig, no gloves or anything. Like, are they just immune to the cold? I think that's a myth. I don't think you can just inhale like <laughs> warm smoke and be like, "Oh, I'm good." <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think it works like that. Yeah, I don't know. I've just never understood. I know what that. you're saying, though. You're right. Like, no, I think that just speaks to how obsessed these people are with these cigarettes, dude. They'll just like go get frostbite on their face in <laughs> middle of winter to go rip a heater. 
so I mean, I I'm sure that there'd be plenty of people again that would oppose this stance, but uh, if you do, I'm open to a challenge, and I'll purposely get addicted <laughs> to smoking, and then I'll show you how easy it is to quit. So, God. if anyone has has a problem yes, with that stance, please. let want, me know. I want to see that. Happen. Yeah, that doesn't sound <laughs> stupid at all. No. How long do you think I need to do it to get like a month? Yeah, I don't know. I think the science says it just takes one one sig. Yeah, well, that's definitely not true because I've <laughs> I've tried it. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Not interested. <laughs> okay. Uh, other hot take. I've heard this claim quite a bit when people make fun of uh, hip-hop artists, rappers. I think I'm officially on board with it's not okay to claim what they're doing is easy. And I came to this conclusion because I heard uh, Le'Veon Bell's latest work. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but it is just absolute trash. This music is the worst stuff I've ever heard. So clearly it can't be that easy to make this this sort of music. Did either of you guys hear this? No, uh, I didn't hear it. All right, I'll have Angie put some like in the pod. And when it comes to this cash, I need it back. I'm going to take their money with no mask. Money with no mask. Money with no mask on. I'm going to take their money with no mask. It is so bad, and he's been like, yeah, he's just been advertising it and pitching it on Twitter. Yeah, I think I don't know why I saw it on Twitter. It must have he must have finally come out with his album. Oh my god, it's horrendous! Like <laughs> they should use it as uh, torture music for like prisoners of war or something. Just put this, put Le'Veon Bell on and just <laughs> run it on repeat. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible though. So that's my hot take. Well, even guys who have uh, made it, like I, I don't think I could uh, listen. I don't think you could pay me. You'd probably have to give me a hundred <laughs> bucks to listen to an entire Young Thug album. Yeah, that would just get exhausting <laughs> after a couple songs, huh? Yeah, you guys would yeah. have to pay me more than that. You know, you know, I'm not a big rap guy. Match a one hour of Young Thug, <laughs> starting at two hundred dollars. <laughs> Three hundred, you got a deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I have a hot seat listening to music. I have uh, rich kids. They're back on the hot seat, Zig. <laughs> so there's, uh, there's a new like set of headphones coming out from Beats, who I think is maybe also Apple, but they're making like Power Beats, and it's the same concept. Like it's just two individual earbuds, but they look like they look like Power Beats that they have previously made. There's just no cord in between. Yeah. Okay, you understand that there are the concept of just straight buds has been around for a couple of years. Like Apple was not the first company to do that without the wire. Yeah. No, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, I All mean right. you can find there. I'm pretty sure there are some Bose. Um, the the company that I picked up, I didn't get those because I think it's stupid. You'll just lose them. But <laughs> Jaybird is one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Jaybirds yeah. for a while now. I was, but they Jaybird, you're saying make some that don't have a wire there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, hot seat again. Apple just copyright laws. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they weren't the first ones to do it. They obviously uh, can probably not be the first ones to do anything, and people will probably buy it. It's probably true. Yes. <laughs> Good, good hot seat. Yeah, hot takes. That was just the impromptu hot seat I had. I did see an article about that, so worth mentioning. And then, kind of to go along with my other 
uh, hot take there about rap music. I've got a literal lyric submission. Oh, nice. Uh, Travman <clears throat> sent me a message. I don't know when he took the time to do this, but this is a long, long message. <laughs> <laughs> this guy went in like a little more deep than I think you need to to do for this segment, but I'm thinking I'll just read off his text here. It sounds like natural situating something. Yeah. I I did just realize I was sitting in the dark for like an hour. Not sure why. <laughs> okay. That's a little serial killery. <laughs> just so you got up to turn a light on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Sorry, fellas. Fire away with good, the little good talk. Yeah. Good talk. <laughs> Fire away with the little literal lyrics. Like <laughs> Alright, just stop me at any point if you guys start to fall asleep this thing's long all right from the song trophies by drake here's the lyrics how so big i haven't seen them boys in two days profanity i use a walkie-talkie just to get a beverage how so big i haven't seen them boys in two days bitch i use a walkie-talkie just to get a beverage that's the end of the lyric and he starts it off with this he's like he's diving he has an intro introduction like preambles here he says yeah (laughs) he says let's ignore the walkie-talkie thing for now parentheses no cups in his (laughs) no cups in his room maid doesn't have a phone question mark (laughs) and just focus on the first part which is presumably referencing his 12,500 square foot house in cali first off who exactly are them boys one would obviously assume this would be some we. of his buds, but if we. this is true, <laughs> weed and boys. That's <laughs> right. He says one would obviously assume this would be some of his buds, but if this were true, why aren't they hanging out together? And why hasn't <laughs> why has he went forty eight hours without seeing them? So let's assume, like every other time I've invented or invited friends over to my house, he does want them to hang out with him. Given the unlikely scenario that they are wandering around the house looking for each <laughs> looking for each other and just walking into different rooms simultaneously for 48 hours, let's assume his house is actually so big that he actually wouldn't be able to see them because of its size. How big would his house have to be? Let's assume best case here. He's standing at the front door and his friends mistakenly came in the back door and they are walking directly towards each other. And let's assume, luckily, they are walking towards each other on the same floor, and it's one big-ass living room, so there's nothing obstructing their view and looking <laughs> straight ahead. Lastly, let's assume the house's width is a normal full-size width. Fuck it. It can still be huge. <laughs> let's say it's 112 feet in width. 112 by 112 equals approximately 12,500 square feet. So one big square living room. I guess he's got it boiled down to. The question then becomes, what would the length of the house be that the two groups of people walking towards each other hadn't seen each other for 48 hours? Assuming they are walking for 16 hours a day at the human average pace of 3.1 miles per hour for Wikipedia (laughs) and getting two eight-hour nights of sleep, that means they wouldn't be dabbing each other up at approximately (laughs) 99.2 miles of walking from each group for a total length of the house being 198.4 miles long. I don't know if I followed that part. <laughs> However, let's not forget that his quote says, seen them boys in two days, meaning he has, he just has to see them. 
in which case the average human eye can see 3.1 miles livescience.com before the earth curves at enough of a magnitude where you can't see something in front of you. So let's add 3.1 miles, assuming their vision is 2020 and they have their prescribed glasses contacts in, if applicable, <laughs> to 198.4 miles and the total would be 201.7 miles long. For reference, approximately same distance from Warren to State College and back. <laughs> 201.7 miles equals 1,064,976 feet in length. Multiplied by the presumed width of the 112-foot house means Drake's house, at a minimum, presuming several best-case scenarios, would have to at least roughly be, oh man, 119 million blah, blah, blah in change square feet or nearly 9,542 times the size of his current house. Sounds like it's busted. Sounds no, like I think busted. he just. I think that thing just got uh, finished with construction. His addition was just yeah. <laughs> nine, ten thousand times the size of his old house. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he should be. If that's the case, he should be running into them boys any minute now. Yeah. Thank God we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was some pretty good research. I would say that was some pretty in- – I would say that was 30 minutes of research. Oh, there's a timestamp, 2.04 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely showed up to work a little late that day. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, guys. I was doing a little literal lyric research. You understand? I was, I was crunching some numbers. All right, so got that in. That's, uh, that's our literal lyrics for this week. Thanks, Thanks for the in-depth analysis, Travman. <laughs> I've got some DOAs. I've got some DOAs too. I'm pretty excited about them. Natural. I'm just going for the flight challenge, boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Good. I have uh, three of them. I'd say we assign. Since Natural didn't bring any DOAs to the table, I think he has to get at least three correct to avoid a flight challenge. Here, I have three as well. You have to shoot fifty percent. Yeah, there you go. All right. How do you agree? Bring, Agreed? Bring it on. Okay. Nice. All right, Zig, you can start. Um, <laughs> well, disclaimer, my DOAs, I kind of went the route that you went. They're not people, but mm-hmm. we're talking video games now. Oh. Wow. Like video I was game thinking franchises. about the same thing, Zig. Yeah, so obviously it's like a franchise. And I just uh, grabbed it out of thin air, just said – Last two years, if there hasn't been a new game in the franchise, then it's dead. I like that. You got to lay some ground rules. Yeah. So uh, we'll start off here with Guitar Hero. Wow, that's a great one. That is a good one. I'm going to say dead. I think dead, too. All right. You guys are both right there. Last uh, Guitar Hero that came out was in 2015. Still way later than I would have thought. They gotta, yeah. they gotta bring that back though. <laughs> uh, next, next one here is Final Fantasy. Oh God, that game's aren't, weren't they on like Final Fantasy twenty four or something? <laughs> I've heard of this. I'm not exactly positive what it is, but I still think I hear the name enough. I'm gonna say alive. Yeah, I was also gonna say alive. All right, you guys are on a hot streak here. All right, all right. Yeah, baby. Uh, most recent release was in 2018. Matchell's really going to have to cool off if he's going <laughs> to do a flight challenge here. All right. Uh, my last one is Mortal Kombat. 
pretty sure I saw a pretty recent Mortal Kombat um, commercial or something. I'm going to say it live. I think this is a trick. I think the last one to come out was when Gronk and Marshawn Lynch were playing each other in it, and I think that was more than two years ago. I'm going to say dead. Uh, this could be a little bit of a technicality, but I'm going to give it natural on that one. Okay. There's one coming out later this month. But the last one that did come out was that one. Uh, but if they're still making it. I'll have to it, check. I'll have to double check on that If one. they're still making it, yeah, it's alive. Yeah. Probably just takes them that long to make these games or whatever. I've played that game, like, once. Didn't understand it at all. Like, it truly is just like a mash the buttons type game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just getting dominated, too. Uh, it does look like the before this one that comes out. In April is a 2015, but yeah, we'll give it we'll give it to you and say that it's alive. All right, no flight challenge, boys. All right, All right. All right. <laughs> I brought you know what? Weak sauce there was also no. I, I thought those were alright. I definitely <laughs> stop, fellas. <laughs> that was like scary the way that was whispered. <laughs> I'm just sitting in the dark whispering. (laughs) All right. You know what? Mattel's on my uh, background surveillance check. You're going to get a letter in the mail. You're going to get one of those jury duty letters. You're going to have to head down to the station. All right. Send me in. You're my first of 2019. I'm up for it. Okay. Sitting in the dark just whispering. Sound like the exorcist or something over there. Yeah, my head's just like spinning in circles. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I thought I thought that was decent heat take, and I like the. I'm always up for a little innovation with DOA, so it was, it was a good effort. And also, Matchwell, there was a caveat. You had to. I said this. It must have cut out. You had to get at least one right from both of our DOAs. Uh, all right. Yeah, I didn't hear that. You had to get. I just yeah. heard three out of six. You didn't, no, it must you have, didn't say that. Yeah, it, it must have cut, cut out. out. No, I you heard it. Heard it no. Yeah, you got your garbage. <laughs> Wi-Fi okay. problems. So make sure I'm you not don't on whiff. the Wi-Fi, brother. <laughs> make sure you don't. <laughs> make sure you don't whiff on these. All right, um, Jerry Stiller. You guys know who that is Ben Stiller's dad. Obviously, he plays a Seinfeld character. He plays a lot of stuff. <laughs> Need help or no? I can look him up for some other movies. Let me look him up real quick. Hold on. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think Jerry Stiller. All right, he's also in Zoolander. Uh, let me see. All of Ben you... Stiller's movies. Yeah, because it's his dad. <laughs> it's basically going to be in all of them. Oh man, if you didn't know him from Seinfeld, then I don't know how well I can describe this dude. All right, I'll just take a stab at it. I'm, I'm saying he's dead. I'm going with alive. Okay, I don't know how good I feel about that because I feel like you guys didn't know who he was, but he's alive. So that one goes to Zig. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know who he is now. I just looked him up. All right. Um, 91. Good for him. Yeah, I should mention 91. Oh, man. Hanging on. Was married from 1954 to 2015. So after 61 years, they just decided to hang it up. Well, I can propose another scenario <laughs> to the air master. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> wow. What do you? What else do you think might happen? <laughs> R.I.P. Ben Stiller's mom. Dead or alive? <laughs> yeah, Terry Stiller's wife. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. All right. Clearly didn't think that one through. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moses Malone, basketball player. Seventy Sixers. 
match right. You got to go first, buddy. <laughs> you definitely can't picture his face, can you? No, I have no idea who the guy is. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Okay. Just trying to think if he's pre-shot clock or post. I think he's a post-shot clock. Here, you need a little... I can tell you when he was hooping, if that helps. I don't know if I should tell you or not. No, I don't want any help. I'm just going to give you a little little heads up. This one was... This is a repeat. It is? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I came in with this one. Um, <laughs> Zig's got it then. <laughs> All right, so that's why I have to go first. Yeah, Moses Malone. I think he's. Um, I think he's alive. Zig. <laughs> now you got me second guessing because there's a there's a Carl Malone too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. It's, not, it's not Carl Malone. It's Moses Malone. Crap. I'm on the hot seat, huh? <laughs> well, Carl Malone is clearly alive. He's got to be. He was playing in like the early or late nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, Carl Malone's Moses Malone is dead. Okay, <laughs> Zig is correct. <sighs> Moses Malone uh, passed yeah. away in twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, How so maybe you dig do, that up is, in the archives? I did. I that, did. Moses that was Malone. repeat, right? Yeah, because you wouldn't have done Carl because Carl's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe not so obvious. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think you just missed both those, didn't you, Matchroll? <laughs> no, I got them both. <laughs> All right. So this is it, buddy. This is flight challenge right here. <laughs> is this going to be some species of animal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have done that. Um, but no, it's an actor. You know what? I'm excited to take on another flight challenge. Very I'm good. going. I'm going under a minute this time, boys. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm giving you an actor. Uh, he's British. His name is Michael Caine. That he's does the guy. No, no good. <laughs> okay, he's the guy in like the Batman movies. He's in like every movie ever. Uh, <laughs> is, is he the Alfred. Batman's like Bruce Wayne's butler or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Here, you need another movie that he's in. Interstellar, I think. Never seen. He's it. like the token British guy who's like really classy or something. Yeah, yeah. Interstellar, Inception, The Dark Knight, The Prestige. <laughs> Have you not seen the Batman Smatchel? <laughs> nope. Oh, dude. God. Hey, Matchel, have you seen uh, Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite movie ever. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's my favorite trilogy of all time. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to send you a picture of... Michael Caine, because you know who this guy is. <laughs> I feel like he's an old guy. Oh, well, yeah. I know who this guy is. <laughs> okay. Just literally a coin flip here, boys. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I don't really care. It'll be an honor to take down another flight challenge. Um, but I think he's a little alive. Oh man, I think he's alive too. <laughs> he is alive. Yeah, he is. Got it at the last second there. Buzzer <laughs> beater. Yeah, uh, eighty-six. Ah, Jerry like... Stiller's older. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh. All right, good work there, fellas. And a way to save yourself there, Madrill. I don't think Madrill knew who any of those guys I said were throughout that. So maybe yes. next week I'll try and get some more uh, <laughs> what household names. Oh, man. Jeez, that was funny. 
All right. We good on the DOAs? Good for DOAs. (laughs) Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. We're pulling super colds all day. All right, super cold of the week. Uh, So, like I said, I wasn't feeling too hot this week. Tried to basically lay off the off the fluids that weren't water. But I did, I think I had two beers this week and the one I had years ago. So the other one, which was a fresh log into untapped, is my winner by default. I've got the Evo Rise Up Coffee Stout. So like I said, it was by default, but it is a pretty good beer. Solid, just solid standard coffee stout if you're into that sort of thing. The, I can pull up the right up here too. Uh, Wait, did you Caribbean? did you drink it out of a can or were you drinking it like a draft? <laughs> well, this was a this was a draft because I got it at the six pack shop. <laughs> okay, and, then and you I did it. use a you put yeah. it into a glass. <laughs> yes, I took it out of the bottle, put it into a glass, and then it's had a, myself a draft of it. It's a draft. <laughs> I like how last week Zig just goes, so Matchel doesn't understand what a draft is. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, I have a question for you. If we pour Zig's beer that we're going to make directly into a glass. <laughs> out of what? Say we put it into... <laughs> right, out out of, of, right out of the fermenter? Yeah, just right into a glass Ooh. and... Maybe cover the top. <laughs> That's a good question. All right, technicality. We'll think about that one. Yeah, didn't mean to interrupt your description of the brew there. No, yeah, just solid little description here. Caribbean style stout infused with coffee. Believe it or not, rich and dark, toasted brown head, well balanced, roasty and full flavored. So I was, I was kind of a fan about how the, they're not throwing in all these other miscellaneous, you know little hints of mango and notes of chocolate. Just tastes like Joe. Tastes like bean poop water. That's what I want. (laughs) Nice and solid. Yeah, I uh, I didn't have a single brew this week. I did say I had a few drinks last night, but strictly liquor. Um, So mine's kind of a technicality. I'm just going to ride Snake's coattails and throw out the hop slam. Uh, that stuff is potent, but uh, pretty pretty tasty, I'd have to say. Yeah, so riding the coattails, yeah. hop slam. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my brew of the week is uh, a Trogues Nugget Nectar. Solid um, one, Zig. I went with a little throwback here. One time I had a Trogues something. I can't even remember what it was, and I was not a fan at all. So I've just been avoiding anything Trogues for way too long and this thing was handed to me last sunday and boy was it refreshing i gave it a four four oh on untapped and i got two toasts on it as well yeah that's a that's a a fan favorite (laughs) yeah i'm a big fan of their perpetual ipa yeah that sucker's good Good too i'm a trogues guy zig i think you need to give trogues a second chance yeah they're back they're back on the uh on my books there I'm okay. gonna start diving into them. Yeah, yeah. The I've had okay. I've had their Mad Elf, which I do, and I pretty much like any of those Christmas things. Yeah, you do like the spice, yeah. spiced up brews. That stuff's potent as well. Yeah, isn't it like twelve percent? Yeah, it might be a double digit. 
And then Perpetual is like eight or nine, isn't it, Matril? I don't, at least, I don't know. Oh, okay. This is what I went back in the archives and found it. Dreamweaver Wheat. Matril, I'm pretty sure that's one that we had back at 321. The Dreamweaver. Yeah. Hmm. I don't Gave know. it a 2-0. <laughs> well, if it's a wheat beer, it's a he- give it's it a, a hefe- 2-0. It's a Hefeweizen. Yeah, that explains a lot. Man. I hate those beers. Yeah. yeah. All right. But yeah, Trogues is back on my radar. I'm going to right. start hitting those up. Yeah, it's good stuff. I got a buddy that like goes, I don't know if that Nugget Nectar is like limited release or whatever, but whenever they do bring it out, uh, he goes up to Trogues for it because it's, it's a whole big deal, I guess. That, it seems like... Um, I'm pretty sure you can only get it like a few months of the year. Yeah, it seems like... Same thing with the Hop Slam. Like, I feel like they're very similar. Yeah. I don't um, think you can just buy that year-round. Yeah, yeah right. no, it's like a beginning-of-the-year sort of thing. So I'm glad that I got my hands on this. Yeah. But little pro tip, if you want to drink any of this stuff year-round, just buy it on draft, I should say. <laughs> just buy it in a bottle and then just <laughs> hang on to it for like six months, and then you can get a draft of it whenever you want. While we're, uh, while we're on the topic of brews... Zig, hopefully this isn't gonna take away from anything you're gonna get into later in the week. But uh, no, no uh, info on the delivery there. All right, and then before we go, dumbest thing I did, I've got a, I've got some quotes for you guys. I'll just run through them real quick. I picked out three NFL running backs here, so <laughs> coming at your rapid fire. First one, Arian Foster, quote. I could have been a professional athlete at three different sports. I just happened to choose football, end quote. Next one, Jamal Lewis, quote, I don't watch that much football. I really like to play it, end quote. Ricky Williams, quote, I'm a huge gamer. Everything from PC to Xbox to PS2, end quote. All right. I, I have mine for sure. <laughs> I know, Zig, you said last week you got this figured out when Snake yeah, I'm so bad at this. I, I feel like he's trying. He he's trying to throw me for a loop now. But <laughs> I'm there's going one of those that definitely doesn't fit in. <laughs> there's definitely one that isn't like the other two. Is that what you're getting at, Zig? <laughs> I'm just. I'll just give you mine. I think it's Ricky Williams. I think that's the fake one. <laughs> Magical. I I was gonna say who was the second one? Jamal Lewis. <laughs> I don't watch that much football. I really like to play it. Yeah. All right. This is this is what I've been hoping for. I nailed you guys. It's Arian Foster. Yeah, oh, the man. <laughs> Jamal Lewis said, I don't watch that much football. I really like to play it. And Ricky Williams said, I'm a huge gamer. No way. That guy yes. does not touch a controller. <laughs> yeah, He's just blazed out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Zig, I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> so... Full disclosure, I didn't dig any deeper into it. As soon as I saw the quote, I just ran with it as if it was a real quote. <laughs> but I was in shock when I saw that Ricky Williams plays games, video games, I should say. Yeah, no, that guy doesn't seem right. He's just like smoking weed on the beach and doing yoga or something. Yeah. Also, a notable quote from him was like, I think it said, I got high and I forgot I wasn't supposed to get yeah, high yeah. or something. <laughs> And that's how that was maybe about his suspension from the NFL, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so the one I made up was Arian Foster. I could have been a professional athlete at three different sports. I just happened to choose football. Just all right. Well, congrats, kind of, Snake. You kind of yeah. Uh, finally, finally you got have, you guys. 
figured out the formula to a good <laughs> fake quote there. <laughs> yeah, I got the formula down. <laughs> All right. feel much better now. All right, so we can go into dumbest thing I did this week, dumbest thing I heard this week. Uh, let's go to let's go to guest Mastro. What do you got? Well, I usually seem to do something well on the podcast. I think sitting in the dark for an hour is one of them. Um, but the creepiest thing you did this week. <laughs> <laughs> creepiest thing I did this week: sat in the dark and whispered uh, just into the microphone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but the dumbest thing I did this week—you guys might try to burn me on a technicality, but it was all right. It was actually last week. I burned myself there. Okay, good enough <laughs> to tell us that. All right. I uh, probably would have gotten busted on it anyway, but I think it's probably the 3 a.m. bear fight last uh, Saturday night into Sunday. Yeah, we should probably provide more details on it. That is a good one. I probably should have went with that last week as well. We. Went out at one thirty a.m. after drinking for like a very All long day. time. Yeah, that's when we departed the apartment. And we thought we were gonna go. <laughs> we thought we were gonna go to the Billy Goat Tavern, and then uh, we so couldn't it find just, it. Yeah, we just kind of wandered, asked some random people where it was. Turns out it was literally a block away. Like we shouldn't have been able to miss it, but we did. And then by the time we found it, doors were just barricaded, so couldn't get in. So used the old uh, iPhone there and saw that there was a bar that was supposedly staying open till 2. And pretty much ran up to that one, got in there, and <laughs> they go get a kick out of this. Just probably 2 a.m. by the time we got to this place, and it was just, like, full. Like, me and Matt will grab the last two seats at this bar. And then what we ordered... At 2 a.m., dogfished 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sat there and drank it. And then it was probably 2 a.m. Ready for a dogfish 90. <laughs> so let me, let me warm up with a 90 minute here. And then I'm going to order. We ordered a couple of rounds of bear fights. Probably took those that are about, I don't know, 2.45 or 3. And they still hadn't asked us to leave. <laughs> The place was still pretty full. <laughs> yeah. And then I think we proceeded to leave and uh, wake Zig up. Yeah, that's when we What, is Chicago one of those places that they stay open till 4 a.m.? Apparently. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I thought there was nothing that stayed past like 3, but... Buff, I think Buffalo goes 4 a.m. That's believable, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bills okay. Mafia. Gronk uh, instituted that rule. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. I, it's probably what was going on there is that they just happen to have some bars that don't have to close. But that was pretty, I don't know, that was kind of interesting. And then also very, like Matchel said, very dumb to go uh, car bomb, Jaeger bomb at <laughs> 3 in the morning. Plus the 90 minute. That's probably a contributing factor as to why we didn't feel too hot. The 90 so. minute's actually hilarious. Like, I guarantee no one ordered a 90 minute past 2 a.m. other than us. Oh, no. Or bear fights. <laughs> you think people are in there ripping bear fights in three? <laughs> Yeah, right before you hit the sack, get just, too quick, get some Red Bull and a couple quick shots in. Just knock you out. Yeah, puts you right to sleep every time. But going back to the, the Buffalo story, when I was um, at one of my friends who, like, she's just lived in Buffalo her whole life. And, like, the first time that we ever went out, 
it's like 2 a.m. rolled around and we're like getting ready to leave. And she's just like, where are we going next? <laughs> just, like, just was home. Just look, looking at the clock going, she oh, we got two more hours. She couldn't believe that, that they closed at 2 a.m. And so we just, you know, just to pacify, like just went back to her apartment or something. Yeah, just, just doubted it until like five in the morning. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Where's the next stop on the train? <laughs> I don't know. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What? Uh, that's that's gonna be my signature move from now on. Whenever I'm with a group of people leaving at two, I'm gonna say, "Where are we headed next? <laughs> <laughs> Who's still open? Who still wants us?" <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Zig. Okay, I my I have a dumbest thing I heard, and I was also involved in it. So dumbest thing I did. I think I can say this whole story. Nah. Uh, <laughs> essentially, a couple weeks back, I had this standoff with a patient who hasn't done anything for his shoulders that hurt after he works out. And I was like, all right, well, I'm we can try done. like just like conservative things and he's like i really really would appreciate getting an mri of both my shoulders and i'm trying to talk him off the ledge here <laughs> but, he just wants him just yeah, for the fun of it or? yeah well he thinks that there's something wrong so sure okay. enough sure enough he wins that battle and he got you know got us all to pay for his two shoulder mris <laughs> i went in to tell tell him about it this week and told him like okay I shouldn't have done this, but this is the guy who's going to log on to the portal and look at it anyways. So I had to tell him, I was like, you have these like tiny micro tears in your rotator cuffs on both shoulders, but it's not anything you would do surgery for, you know? So, so what do you want? Shots, oral, a prescription strength, anti-inflammatory or physical therapy. And I just had like a 30 minute long visit with this guy explaining how, like those are never gonna heal, but it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh no! Like, like let me just give you ibuprofen or a steroid shot in your shoulder, and you'll be okay. So he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll do the steroid shots." I'm like, oh, awesome! I'll be right back. And then I'm coming back. I'm making some small talk. I ask him, "Have you ever had a steroid shot before?" And he goes, "Yeah, my son's an orthopedic PA. He gave me one in my knee before." <laughs> Like, oh so I'm like, so you haven't had this conversation with your son at all? Like he couldn't just have a conversation with his son about how like my shoulders hurt after I work out. Like, is that normal? And you explaining to him what was going on just wasn't happening. Did he want surgery or something? Yeah. He was like, he's like, these tears are going to be in my rotator cuffs forever. I'm like, I can't say that. Like, I, I have no idea if it'll just completely heal. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm saying that it'll feel better once I give you a steroid shot. <laughs> okay. But I just couldn't right. believe that he hadn't, like, he has a son who's an orthopedic PA. He's went through this process once before, yeah. apparently. Yeah. To, I was just like, order... like, how have you not, like, had this conversation? Maybe his son just knows and, like, I'm not talking to you about it, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, his son was pretty much like, I don't want to spend the 30 minutes explaining it to yeah. him. I'll let the guy at Warren do it. Yeah. <laughs> so so I felt pretty dumb just 
being involved in that whole thing. Okay. I like how you described it as a standoff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, especially the, the visit prior where I was just like, I really, really don't <laughs> think that your, that insurance is going to prove getting an MRI, which costs just a recreation, just a recreational MRI. Yeah, he's like, my, my insurance is pretty good. I'm like, okay, well everyone's paying into that. You're kind of screwing us all. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. But yeah, so that was fun. Uh, pretty dumb, dumb things yeah. that I heard, dumb things that I had to be a part of. Yeah, like I said, I do like how you described it as a standoff. <laughs> I, I had a standoff myself. I'll call it a standoff. <clears throat> um, I was at Target on April first, spying a couple items, and I just went to the self checkout, uh, rung it up, and as soon as I like swiped my card or whatever, I got a prompt on the screen. It was foreign to me, but it was saying, like, grab the nearest gift card and scan it or something. And I was like, oh, this is annoying. Like, you know, I'm a I'm a self-checkout guy, but every once in a while, things go haywire. So I was like, all right, you know, just start clicking buttons until someone will come over and assist me or whatever. There was, like, no assistance needed. So I was just literally clicking every button I could, like, press. Finally, someone comes over to me, and she just has the biggest smile on her face, and she goes what does the screen say? And I was like, I don't, it's telling me to use a gift card. Like maybe I clicked the wrong button. I don't have, I have a credit card. And she's like, no, read it again. And I was like, I'm reading it. It's telling me to grab a gift card. And she's like, yeah. So apparently this was some sort of promotion. Like I was, there was this, this stack of gift cards in front of my face, like (laughs) right above the screen. And I was supposed to grab one and scan it. And it was basically a free gift card for me. I think it was like $5 or something, but you might've noticed I said this was on April 1st. So that whole day I was just way too cautious about April fool's jokes. So even once she came over and told me that I just looked at her and I was like, yeah, I'm not falling for that. (laughs) She's like, no, it's, it's, it's legitimate. She's like, it has nothing to do with April. I was like, no, it's an April fool's joke. Like you're not just giving me money. And she's like, no targets giving you money. Take it. So I pretty much had like a two minute standoff before I finally took the card. And then, um, I finally swiped it. And as I was leaving, I was like, I'm just going to put this back. And she's like, take the card. She was getting like mad at me. So I ended up taking it and I guess it's real or whatever, but I was very, very skeptical. Yeah, really cautious on that one. Yeah. Just, yeah, just a good standoff in general. And, like, I also, I wanted to note, too, I've just been kind of in that mindset in general where, like, if it sounds too good to be true, I'm just not buying into it. I was talking to Verizon, like, a week or two ago about something, and he just had to get, like, something squared away with my, like, billing card or something. I don't remember what I was calling about, but... Basically, he resolved the issue, and at the end of it, he just – he asked me, he's like, so you also qualify for this free internet, like, super jetpack boost Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> do you want that? And I just – I took, like, like two-second no. pause, and I go, I don't know what that is, man, but I guarantee you're not giving it to me because it's free, and you want my service to get better for no cost. And then he took, like, a five-second pause, and he goes – yeah, I'm required to tell you about that. Just uh, just look into it if you want. <laughs> just an all-time standoff. There you go. Yeah. I like that he was honest with you, though. Yeah, he was. Well, he, I kind of backed him into a corner there. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really have much. <laughs> yeah, so that's also a life pro tip. Look out for that sort of thing. It's never free. 
Unless it's Target on April Fool's Day. <laughs> All right. So that's it for dumbest thing. We can go into garbage. That's garbage. You know what? We'll let the guest <laughs> wrap us up. So, <laughs> All right. Zig, you go first, and then I'll come in. Yeah. So my garbage for this week, I'm going to, you know, I've already put Taver to bore on the uh, <laughs> that's garbage. I'm going to let them slide on this one. Uh, I have a shipment of beer from them that was shipped, and to get it to Matural's address, I guess they use this thing called Quick Courier Service. I already hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they sent shot me an email like a week or so ago saying, like, we have your package. Here are the days and times that we can deliver. So I told them, uh, what was it, Friday, April 5th, like whenever. Like, make sure that Matchroll or somebody would be there to pick it up. Oh, because you have to be 21, maybe, or something. Yeah, somebody has to sign for it. Yeah. And, uh, and Matchroll, you're telling me that somebody, somebody was there the whole time. Right? Somebody was here from like quarter to two until six o'clock. So there was a, like a 45 yeah. minute window. Yeah. That pretty much, pretty much satisfies the, uh, stipulations that I gave them there. And so no no sign of a creative beer that was shipped to your address or anything. Um, so I'm just putting them, I'm calling them garbage for just holding on to my beer. They haven't, I think that they tried to call me, but I can't, I had two calls from some number I didn't know and I can't call it back for some reason. This company so, is just checking all of the boxes so far. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm just hoping that they shut down the phones on the weekend, and I'll be able to get in touch with them tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to I got to create a beer that I want up here for this coming up weekend. Yeah, I figured either they'd like leave a slip, and I could go pick it up somewhere. Like usually, if a package can't be delivered, they'll hold it at a facility. Like that's yeah. pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Or like. Our mail usually gets delivered at, like, 3 o'clock. So I figured it was a pretty safe bet, like, 1 to 6. But, of course, they probably decided to show up at 1 o'clock. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Just all around, like, here's a revolutionary thought. Like, we're a beer delivery service company. Let's start with the delivery stuff. Hey, maybe we should deliver to more cities than just one in the (laughs) United States. That that would that would be useful, maybe. <laughs> or, be. or delivered like in the evenings when normal people are home, not like yeah. in the middle of the work day. Yeah, you have to be over work. twenty you have to be over twenty one to, to yeah, that's... Uh, sign for this thing. <laughs> Anybody over twenty one's working. <laughs> yeah. That's another good point. Yeah, maybe <laughs> some like after typical business hours deliveries. That might make some sense as well. Uh, or you... also just maybe getting to the correct address. I don't know what they did or whose door they did knock on, but that sounds a little sketchy. Or you'd think, um, like, with all the technology out there these days, they'd have a way to, like, verify that you're 21 and they can, like, leave it in a discreet package so that it's not, like, clearly beer sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'd think they could... All good uh, ideas here. Yeah. We're on to something here, boys. Let's start a let's start a new table. Yeah, can we just start our own? Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I'm hoping that it uh that we get this sorted out by the weekend. All right. Well, that's absolute grain, Zig. I'm actually getting a little fired up about just hearing that. Yeah. Um, I'll be on the phone tomorrow. Yeah. 
<laughs> making some calls. Yeah. I got some grains as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the New York Jets came out with some new uniforms. And I don't know if you guys, right now you're probably, if you saw them, you probably think I'm going one direction with this, but I'm not. I'm calling garbage to anyone that looks at new uniforms and then talks about how bad they suck. Because that's what literally every uniform that's ever been unveiled, people think it's terrible when it first comes out. And then after like a year, you get used to it and it's perfectly normal. So when I saw the Jets jerseys, I didn't have any major issues with them. I didn't go like complain about Twitter and rip on the Jets. I think they're just some pretty standard green and white uniforms. I think everything will be okay. And then everyone's going to live. Yeah, that's strange. Furthermore, I saw another one today. It's kind of the same idea. I guess Pitt Panthers, like I guess Pitt Athletics came out with a new logo, like a new Panther logo. And I think it was Reddit College Football tweeted out, oh, look, they just copied, you know, the Georgia State Panthers and I don't know, whoever else. They they picked some other team with Panthers. They're like, look how similar the logo is. I'm just reading that like, well, it's a Panther. So there's <laughs> only so many spinoffs we can do on like the Print, Panther Pretty face. limited options there. <laughs> yeah. So just people that get fired up about any sort of changes to uniforms in general, your garbage. There's nothing like a fresh new uniform. Yeah, I'm honestly. But, yeah, I remember when the Finns came out with new unis and people were talking, talking a little smack. But I think they're some of the freshest in the game today. Hey, uh, speaking of foosball, did you guys see uh, the Eagles traded for Jordan Howard? No, today. Pretty, Mm-mm. pretty excited about that. You know the guy from the Bears? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some that garbage. Not really. What is he? Running back or something? Running back. Yeah, he was like he was a stud like two years ago, and then this past year they used like a Tariq Cohen for the most part. Guy's only like twenty four years old. Pretty excited about it. He's gonna be better than Jay Ajayi. So come on, that's the next Finn. Watch it, Matt Troll. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's gonna be better than Jay Ajayi. What about blunt blunt force drama? No, he's not throwing punches at him. <laughs> he's probably not even there anymore. <laughs> Actually, it's probably dumb no, he's home. not. He played for the Lions in uh, 2018. <laughs> that, okay. guy, that guy's going to be up there on the list of most teams that he's played for. Yeah, journeyman. Yeah. I think that takes us to Mattrell's garbage. So, I think you boys both know I, I take the bus to and from work every day. Burn them. Pretty, pretty easy. Um, Drive about five minutes to a parking ride, hop on the bus. Bus goes like it's like a ten minute ride down the HOV lane, few minute walk, and I'm there. So, beginning of this H- past week, is a V the is a took me a second there. Um, so I think it must have been like maybe Monday. I don't know. I think I was still hungover, but I kind of noticed like we didn't take the HOV lane. I was like, all right, that's that's weird, but you know. Not sure what's going on. So then going home, we didn't take the HOV lane again, which makes a big difference in my commute. Instead of being like 20 minutes, it's like doubles it. So kind of fired up about that and uh, getting off the bus at the end of the ride. And the guy in front of me asked the bus driver, he's like, hey, do you know how long the HOV lane is going to be closed for? And the bus driver said, till June. So, you know, a couple, nice. couple months of an inconvenience. Well, the HOV lane was also closed all of last summer. All, yeah, I was going to say that. That thing was under construction the whole summer. And maybe even the summer before, if I remember correctly. So Pittsburgh yeah, 
northbound HOV lane and the construction company working on it, you're garbage. Not <laughs> sure what you need to legit. do. Well, not sure that's... what you need to do this thing every year, but figure it out. Come on, fellas. Yeah, put some tar down, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> Can't be that hard. <laughs> I can confirm th- this will be three straight years, three straight summers that they're working on that someday. <laughs> and and I think last summer it was like same deal. It was like March until June. And then it ended up being closed until like August or September. So you know that this thing's going to be closed until fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Snake, I think they need a new NG working on the project. Up here. Yeah, you need some traffic NGs. Something. Well, I'll be uh, rooting for that sucker to stay close. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Solid, solid greens there, Matril, in all seriousness. That's, that's major inconvenience, major garbage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that wraps up episode 19. That's all I got. All right. Fellas. Yeah. Sounds good, fellas. Thanks, thanks for having me on. It was an honor. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. You going to come back on next week? Hopefully you'll bring me back as a guest sometime here soon. Um, always enjoy being in the dump with you boys. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, sure sounds like it. Maybe next week. It might be hard for you to get out of that one if we're with you in person. <laughs> oh, so is this hey, Ma- hey Matro, can you uh, go ahead to the store real quick <laughs> for like two hours? <laughs> yeah, we need you to just step out for a couple hours, Matro. Okay, sounds good. All right, in all seriousness, thanks for everyone for tuning in. We're gonna continue to bring you a high quality show here, and you can hopefully keep contributing by uh, calling into the to the hotline number four two four. 235-4205 and at Instagram, Twitter at that's underscore garbage. And uh, for those of you who are paying attention, we dropped a couple teasers about next week's episode. If you were really paying attention. Big like, stuff putting, coming. Making the moves. Pieces together. Yeah. We're making moves. And then we'll see how it goes, but next week it might make sense to have on uh, depending on the results of the uh, the bracket maybe have him and match will go face to face but yeah. i love how this just turned into me being a lawyer yeah attorney at law <laughs> esquire match yeah. rolls nah. for the esquire yeah yeah so look for us next week and uh thanks for tuning in everyone that's episode 19 sounds good sounds, sounds good, good later see you boys see ya Fresh kid C, fresh kid C, yes, sir. fresh kid P, fresh kid T. Oh yeah, we back. Owen's oh, iPhone, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Chitty bang, and we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. <laughs> hey yo, I once was a kid.